even though they won barely despite holding a 9-0 lead in the middle innings, the Giants lost 3 out of 4 to the Colorado Rockies, and it may have doomed them. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspic, and on the show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites, Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube, so check us out there, and please Hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you are watching or listening to the show. Uh, Swing for the fences with uh, sleeper picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And speaking of Sleeper, the Giants' offense was asleep for the first three games of this critical series in Denver where they lost three out of four. And yeah, I mean, it was just brutal. You can't, it just, every single game is so important at this stage. And the first game, they uh, had a lead in the ninth inning and it was blown. And so that alone, like if you had split this series, you'd be in a much better position. But the fact is, the Giants scored two runs in the first game in Coors Field, they scored five runs in the second game, two runs in the third game. And then finally, 11 runs in the fourth game. But yeah, I mean, they lost three out of four. And in the doubleheader, I mean, neither game was particularly competitive. The Giants just, you know, it was really the first game that got away from them. But they they were no hit into the ninth inning, may I add. They They had no hits at Coors Field entering the ninth inning. And so... Yeah, I mean, Doval gave up two runs, one of which scored because the ball deflected off of Charlie Blackman's back. And really, it was just a ground ball that is often fielded by a defender. It just happened to, it was a seeing eye ground ball. They got through uh, with the, the tying run on second and the winning run on first and got through. Throw home was so online that it nailed the runner in the back and it took a weird deflection. I have not like studied exactly where Duvall was backing up. Many have pointed out he wasn't like in the right position. I I just I couldn't I couldn't get myself to rewatch that replay too many times. And all I saw was that it hit Blackman, it bounced away, and then two runs scored and the game was over. But like ultimately, you can't expect to go into Coors Field get two total hits, none through eight innings, and expect to win a game. And they didn't. And they didn't. Holding a one-run lead going to the ninth 
is just not safe at Coors ever. And so, yeah, I mean, and then in the win, they had a nine nothing lead and including an 11 to six lead going to the ninth. And the Rockies ended up getting the winning run to the plate in the bottom of the ninth. So long story short, just the fact that you lose three out of four and the fact that these other teams in the wildcard race did not have rough weekends put the Giants in a bad position. And the last episode we we recorded, if you look at the YouTube thumbnail, what I said was Giants in position. They technically were the third wildcard team because they were tied, but they had a percentage point advantage over the teams that they were tied with. And also they hold tiebreaker scenarios. So like depending on how, on how these two games go against the D-backs, if the Giants can just win one, which I think at this point they have to win at least one to even have a shot at making the playoffs. And so if they don't win one, it's probably over anyway. But if they win at least one, then they win the tiebreaker against the D-backs. And then they probably, and we already know they win the tiebreaker against the Reds and they're almost certain to win the tiebreaker against the Marlins. And so all of that is good. Uh, They would lose the tiebreaker to the Cubs and the Cubs fell out of, I mean, the Cubs have lost five straight. And so they, uh, Unfortunately, they were playing the D-backs, and so the D-backs moved ahead and now are the number two wildcard team. So basically, the way it stands now, Phillies are the number one wildcard team. They only have a three-and-a-half game lead over that bottom spot, so they they that's not totally secure either. That number one wildcard spot is important because if you're the number one wildcard team, you get to host the series. None of the other wildcard teams do. None of the other two wildcard teams card teams do so the d-backs are uh three games back of the phillies and a half game up on the cubs and marlins who are tied for the third wild card spot the reds are just a half game back of the cubs and marlins and the giants find themselves two games back so that just means quite literally that if you had just won one if you had just split that's what i said on friday it's like one of the last things i said at least split the series because turns out if they had just split at least they would only be one game back and again with winning all the tiebreakers except against the cubs and so that's not a bad spot to be in but two games back with 12 to play with essentially three teams that you have to pass makes for long odds and last time we spoke the Giants odds were about 50 percent it was like a little less 47 and a half or something like that and today uh 13.4 according to Fangraphs so a disastrous weekend is what it was and it wasn't just because the Giants lost three out of four it was because some of these other teams like the Marlins swept the the Braves man I almost let myself go there. The Marlins swept the Braves. I know the Braves had just clinched, but they had their A lineup out there, at least for game one. Acuna came out with an injury and didn't play for the rest of the series, but they had leads too. And the Marlins just came back. Marlins have just had this like comeback magic in them all season long. And the D-backs swept the Cubs. The Reds, I believe, won two out of three in their series. 
And so, yeah, the Giants needed to do better and they didn't. And now they find themselves on the outside looking in with odds that are not in their favor. But it's not over. And like I've said, dramatic swings are possible every day. And that includes moving forward. Two of the teams, I believe the Reds and the Marlins, play today. And so go, yeah, uh, go Twins against the Reds and go Mets against the Marlins. Those are huge games. And then otherwise, the Giants are off, the D-backs are off, the Cubs are off. The, the Phillies are playing too, and they're at Atlanta. So hopefully the Braves can turn it around and maybe sweep the Phillies and alter the standings a little bit there. So, yeah. Just uh, a rough weekend and then a rough stretch in a way that I hadn't even, it, I only became aware of this yesterday. Somebody on a Discord channel actually pointed this out to me. Credit to them. I don't remember who it was, but their unreal struggles on the road starting on July 18th in Cincinnati. It's unbelievable. You're not going to want to miss the numbers. And I've got, not just their record, but what? how have they pitched? How have they hit during that stretch on the road and at home, like versus at home? And all of that is going to be coming up in just a minute. But before we get into it, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are so important, but our global supply chains are fragile, as we have recently seen. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form, and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will review it and determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions anytime. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than 360 bucks by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using our code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right. As promised, I want to discuss the unreal road numbers for the San Francisco Giants uh, basically since uh, July 18th. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day, every day or tomorrow on the show. We, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we could do, including uh, maybe more leftover mailbag questions, maybe some new mailbag questions, maybe checking in on kind of some minor league uh, performances as the minor league season kind of winds down here. So a lot to get into tomorrow for sure. Look out on Twitter for a potential prompt. I, I wonder, I'll have to think about if there's if it's a good time for some new questions. Um, it's certainly close to it. Like if the Giants fall out of contention here, things are going to turn. Uh, the conversation is going to turn dramatically. But uh, yeah, the everydayers will hear, hear that tomorrow. Giants play the D-backs in their next game on... What is it on um, 
Tuesday at 6.40 Pacific. Huge game. Uh, and you can catch every pitch of the Giants hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app Search Giants. So the home road splits. I mean, just so what I learned and somehow didn't realize was that since July 18th, before Sunday's win against the Rockies, which we'll throw in there as obviously a game that counted, but the Giants, first of all, had lost nine straight road games, which they had done something like that previously during this stretch. And overall, though, in 27 games since July 18th on the road, the Giants' road record was 4-23. and Now, that will doom you. That will just... That will destroy your season right there. And this has been a season of things like that, where, you know, I've also done many episodes saying since June 25th, their offense has been the worst in Major League Baseball. And since June 25th, I mean, literally, I don't know if it's I, the last time I checked was like a week ago or so. Could check again and update you maybe tomorrow on if the offense has come back a little bit, but. They were last in average, last in on base, and last in slugging by 50 points with slugging since June 25th, the last I checked, about a week ago. But this road thing, I mean, that started in mid-July after the All-Star break in Cincinnati. That first road trip, they swept the Pirates. And then did they win the first two games against the Reds? I think they might have. And then they have four wins since on the road in 27 games. And that's just shocking. So I have the numbers for you. They're, uh, they're road hitting but, uh, from June, excuse me, July 18th. I hope I've been saying July 18th, not June. Uh, that four and 23 is from July 18th. Uh, their offense has been bad. Oh, surprise, surprise. 73 weighted runs created plus 214 batting average on the road last. Uh, 297 on base percentage on the road. Hey, only 24th. Wow, congratulations. Not not even in the bottom five. Wow, amazing. Slugging last 331 by, it's not 50 points, but uh, 16 points. The Brewers have stunk on the road as well. A lot of people talk about the Brewers. If the Giants make the playoffs, they'll probably play the Brewers. And Brewers have good pitching, but man, do they struggle to score runs as well. So, you know, they would. Giants would have a shot. People say like, oh, they would have no shot. They would have a shot. Any team that gets into any series would have a shot. Uh, but their weighted runs created plus on the road during that span, 73 uh, so about 30, 27% below average. So what about pitching? Well, the Giants ERA on the road since June, July. Why do I keep saying June? July 18th. Until And this is not counting Sunday. So I'm not counting their latest win. Although their ERA certainly wasn't good yesterday in the win, giving up 10 runs. But their ERA is 5.70 on the road since July 18th, which is fourth worst. There's three teams that, believe it or not, have a worse road ERA than the Giants over that span. The weighted on base average that they've allowed 
is third worst. They've allowed, basically opponents have hit 291 with a 347 on base and a 502 slugging against the Giants on the road. 291, 347, 502. Meanwhile, their hitting was 214 average, 297 on base. Giants on base is almost the same as the opponent's batting average, which is not a good sign. 331 slugging for the Giants versus 502 by their opponent. So no wonder you're losing uh, 19 out of 20, no, 23 out of 27 games. Oh, my goodness. Like, and I've, I said this on X and I said it in Discord or whatever that if you had just simply gone 10 and 17 instead of 4 and 23, right? Just add six wins and subtract six losses. 10 and 17 stinks. It's not like that is not a good road stretch either. That's bad. However, if they had done it, let's just imagine, okay? I, I was doing this yesterday, but let's, let's, let's update it. Now, they would be add six wins and they would have 82 wins and they would have 68 losses. So they would be 14 games over 500. 82 and 68. And so where would that put them? That would put them a half a game ahead of the Phillies for the number one wildcard spot. A half a game ahead of the Phillies for the number one wildcard spot if you had gone 10 and 17 on the road during that stretch instead of 4 and 23. Staggering. Staggering. But let's look at their home numbers just to see, like, well, is it really just a road thing? It's not like they've been great at home offensively during this stretch. They've, but they've been a lot better. Like I said, what 73 weighted runs created plus 100 is major league average. It's park adjusted. Uh, so 27% below average on the road have the Giants been. Whereas at home, that number is exactly 100. So they've been average. Uh, at home, which is, again, not great, certainly, but it's a lot better than 27% below average to be average. 246 average, 313 on base, 400 slugging, strikeout rate 22.1%, whereas on the road, the strikeout rate is 26.1%. What's up with that? They just can't handle the pressure? I just don't understand it. Part of it is probably just random, but some of those road games were against some easier opponents. We're talking about swept by the Washington Nationals on the road. We're talking about swept by the A's on the road during that stretch. It was a two-game series, but nonetheless, they lost them both. And even like continuing on that theme, but forgetting about road and all that, early, just they, they lost a ton of games this year against the Royals, the Tigers, and the Nationals. I think they were 2-10 and 10 against those teams. And so likewise, I can say, what if you were just uh, six and six, then you add four wins to their current total. And if you add four wins to their current total, they're 80 and 70, which would put them as the number two wildcard team 
So this is a season of like just if you could have avoided being atrocious for certain stretches of time against and against certain opponents that you should be beating, then they'd be in a good position. But instead, they're not because I blame these stretches. What's also crazy, I mean, it's like been so hot and cold this season because they had a 10-game winning streak, which was like, I forget, but you know, longest first since 1974. I don't, I don't remember, but it was the first in a long time. Maybe it was 2004 or something. They had a 10 game road, excuse me, road winning streak and a 10 game overall winning streak. And those were not at the same time. And so it's just baffling. It's just totally baffling. So, uh, lastly, the pitching at home, they have the they're tied for the best weighted on base average against in the major leagues at 270 at home and they have a 3.02 ERA at home during this span versus uh what did i say on the on the road 5.70 5.70 on the road 3.02 at home opponents hitting just uh 228 274 on base 350 slugging i don't know how to make sense of that and just like i said if you could have just merely been bad instead of unbelievably atrocious they'd be in a good spot perhaps a great spot perhaps the number one wild card team but no so giants have 12 games left what do they have to do we'll get into it in just a minute and before we do Today's episode is brought to you by our good, good friends over at Sleeper. The MLB playoffs are right around the corner, which means the clock's ticking on your chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is right now, with studs like Acuna, Betts, and Otani uh, hanging around the league. Some of those guys... We don't like so much Mookie Betts. Some of those guys maybe we want on the Giants, Shohei Otani. But you can, whether it's them or or just Giants players, pick more or less on stats for any players that you like. You pick a game. I like to look at the Giants and, and see all these different players, pitchers and hitters. And you can scroll through all these different stats and there's simply like an over under number set and you simply pick more or less on the on your favorite stats for up to a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win big. Use promo code locked on and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, as promised, we are going to get into what the Giants must do in their final 12 games of the regular season because, um, yeah, there's only 12 left. And, like, you know, it's kind of a worthwhile exercise to just simply look at, like, how many wins is it going to take? When we look, when all is said and done, that third wildcard team, how many wins are they going to have? And if you look at the projections, according to fan graphs, different sources are going to have different projections and fan graphs honestly they're 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 always a little bit like down on the giants and let's not forget th- that was the easy part of the schedule 
with the Rockies, the Guardians, and the Rockies again. And they went five and one at home, but then one and three on this road trip. And so the one and three is a big difference between two and two or three and one. Huge difference at this juncture when you're running out of time. Um, So the remaining schedule is tough. The remaining schedule for the Giants is two at Arizona, four at L.A., three versus the Padres at home, and then three versus the Dodgers at home. So it's tough, and you're going to have to play really well despite the challenging schedule. And so that's that's part of why the Giants' playoff odds are only 13%. It's factoring in the strength of schedule. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow. So much to talk about as we get you set for this critical game. It's going to be great uh, pitching matchup. I think it's uh, Alex Cobb against Zach Gallen or Logan Webb. It's going to be Cobb and Webb going in this series against Gallen and uh, Merrill Kelly. So great pitching matchups and just critical games. So we'll get you set for that. Giants play the D-backs at 640 Pacific tomorrow and you can catch every pitch of the Giants hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search Giants so simply what do the Giants need to do they need to play really well they need to like if you win all of your 12 remaining games you're very likely to make the playoffs and so like in a way you control your own destiny however it is just simply not that easy to to win uh every single baseball game over over a 12-game stretch. Hey, they won 10 in a row uh, at some point this season, including games in L.A. Like that part of that sweep in L.A. and that 15 to nothing win in L.A. was part of that 10-game winning streak. So you just never know. So to say like, oh, they're going to L.A., they're done. They're toast. L.A. is already clinched could be that they just you know just like the Braves had just clinched and then they went and played the Marlins they got swept the Braves got swept and they lost yesterday 16 to 2 and so you know we'll see obviously the Dodgers if they feel if they have a chance to like eliminate the Giants or just crush the Giants hopes and dreams they might get up for that and so I'm not saying it's going to be easy one game at a time, though. For me, it's like you go to Arizona. I really kind of feel like you got to win both games in Arizona. Technically, you don't have to because if you, I think you got to win one. If you don't win one, I think they're done. If they win one, they'll still have a very slim chance. But if they win both, I think they'll, depends on how these other teams play, too. That's why I'm going to be watching closely, and that'll be part of the update tomorrow, is what do the Reds and Marlins do tonight? Hopefully they both lose. That would make a significant difference for the Giants. So Giants are 76 and 74, and like I said, they're two games back, but there's three teams that they must pass. Uh, and according to the projections, has the Giants, Fangrass has, has the Giants essentially finishing with 82 wins. Wouldn't that be something? Whole season played all to gain one win over last year. How depressing and demoralizing and a failure, frankly, that would be. Diamondbacks projected at 84 and a half wins. These are the median projections, though, meaning 50% of the time the projection system has these teams finishing 
with a higher record than that and 50% of the time lower. And so the Giants at 81.9, half the time it has them below that. So there you go. But half the time above that. Uh, Diamondbacks 84.5, Cubs 84.2, Reds 83.2, Marlins 84.0. And so the way I see this, is that it looks to me like 84 is kind of the bare minimum. And if you get to 84, you could end up in a tie with multiple teams, including the Cubs. And if the Cubs are involved, you're, then you're going to lose the tiebreaker. I think The three-way three way or more tie, I still haven't figured out. Eventually, I will if it looks like it's coming down to that as a possibility. But the two-way tie, you would lose against the Cubs, but you would probably win against everybody else who's in this race, which is a good thing. Uh, but it looks to me like it's going to take a minimum of 84. And so if you could win 85, you'd probably be in a, I'm not going to say like you're going to win, but you'd be in the mix. But 84 is a bare minimum. And so what would it take to get to 84? The Giants have 12 games remaining and they need eight wins to get to 84. So simply eight and four. And while with t- uh, such a, with seven remaining games against the Dodgers going eight and four is not going to be easy at all. And the, and the Padres who are star studded and playing well, they finally won their fourth game in a row for the first time all season, but they'll probably be eliminated by that point. And they might, they might just, that team has a tendency to just sometimes look like they've given up. And if they've been eliminated, they're going to be thinking about their trips to Hawaii and Cabo I think we'll see, but yeah, so it would take eight and four to get to 84 wins. So if you can go eight and four or nine and three to get to 85, then I think you got a shot. But otherwise, if you go seven and five or worse, I think they'll fall short. And that's why, you know, winning both in Arizona if you can do it, then all it would take, if you do, if you just win two games, all it would take maybe would be going six and four, which seems it's a tough stretch. Seven Dodgers, three Padres, but six and four, you know, it's not insurmountable. But so one game at a time in Arizona, it's just crazy. Every game is just so huge. So anyway, That's my take on all that. I'll be watching these other games closely. Only two important games. Actually, the the Phillies I'm I'm counting as important as well. So three games I'll be following closely, and I'll bring you those updates tomorrow and some mail. We're just going to mix in a lot of different things tomorrow to get you set for a huge game in Arizona. So uh, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. You know what's coming up. I just told you. And the Giants will play the D-backs on Tuesday at 6.40 Pacific. Great pitching matchups. You can catch every pitch of the Giants' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Giants. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on X at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out tremendously. So thank you in advance and thank you to everyone who's done so already. I really appreciate it. So... Can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Today, you are now Locked on Giants.